Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in the Twin Cities, it's time for Minneapolis-St. Paul Business Radio. Now, here's your host. And hello again, everyone. Welcome to another edition of Minneapolis-St. Paul Business Radio. We're the voice of the Twin Cities, uh, a business in the Twin Cities. And I've been looking forward to this one. This is going to be a great one. Lots to learn here from Blaine Stevens. And Blaine is with Schooley Mitchell. Blaine, welcome. Thank you, John. It's good to be here. Yeah, it's a pleasure to have you. Uh, so let's talk a little bit about you and Schooley Mitchell. How are you serving folks out there? Yeah, so at Schooley Mitchell, we are cost reduction specialists. And that sounds like a lot of words, but basically we help businesses that are paying too much for third-party provided services. So we uh, look at their invoices in great detail, line by line, feature by feature. We find billing errors that are very common in these industries. Uh, We find uh, services they're paying for that they don't need or want that were magically bundled in at some point in the past. And then we have specialized tools and databases that help us determine the right price for the service their business does need. So we have negotiating leverage with their providers to find an average of 28% savings. Okay, you got my attention on that twenty eight percent savings. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, for sure. And I want to get into that, but let, let's talk a little bit before we uh, dive too deeply into that. Let's talk a little bit about you and your journey and how how you uh, uh, came into this business. Yeah, you know, it's a different journey than many people. I started in the arts. I had a fine arts degree, uh, worked in uh, theater for 10 years professionally, and then we had our first child. So dad needed to get a real job. And I went to work for a software company, not having any software background, but I had done some education. So I was in the training department. I moved from there into working on various projects that involved systems and technology because I seemed to have a technology aptitude. And after a while, I moved from the business side into the IT side because we needed a translator. We needed a liaison who could speak technology language, but also could make sure the business priorities were being addressed rather than just the dials and the switches. So that was my start at at a software company. Loved it. Uh, I left as an IT director and joined another company where I started as an IT director, I left as the client, the uh, senior vice president of all client delivery. So yes, IT, also operations, mail operations, and then uh, client services, everything customer facing that brought revenue into the company. So when that ended, uh, I decided I was a point at a point in my career, I wanted to give more back to the community. So I started joining some nonprofit boards, really enjoy that, love nonprofits, And then I realized, well, the people who really need some help are those business owners out there. Because even in my IT career, I saw that the providers, they wanted to buy me hockey tickets, but they didn't necessarily want to give me the best price for what I needed. Uh, That was always a secret sauce that they kept from you. You just paid what you had to pay. But small business people, they can't afford that. And they don't know why they're paying what they're paying. They just look at an invoice that's too complex to read. And they say, well, that's about the same as last month. And they just weigh it and pay it because that's all they have. So I love helping those people who are really being taken advantage of in ways they may not realize. Folks, uh, Blaine Stevens, the Renaissance man is with us. Fine arts, (laughs) IT services, customer service. Wow. What a background. Uh, 
Nice way to say I bounced around a lot. I appreciate that. <laughs> no, I, I love that because actually, you, you know, having that wide and varied background that you have, um, helps, I would think in terms of the work that you do now, because when you're talking about cost reduction, you're talking about a lot of different areas of the company. True. And it does get technical and numbers related, but mm-hmm. it's always people first for me. And, you mm-hmm. know, I'm in this because I want to help people. And, uh, you know, if I can't help them, then fine, you know, I'll give them what free service I can, but, uh, generally I want to make things better for them and for their business. So let's talk about how this works. Uh, I decide to engage you and how you come in and how does that conversation unfold? What do I need to give you for you to help me? Well, the nice thing is that we work on contingency. So there's no cost. There's no risk to engage my services. I usually sit down with the client when we can sit in person or over Zoom for about 20 minutes to learn a little bit about their business, what services they're consuming, to explain how I may be able to help them. And then we determine if it makes sense to work together from there. If they say yes, then we start to gather their recent invoices because we study those to create a baseline of their current cost. That's how we know if we're saving them money or not compared to that benchmark. And then we start negotiating first with their incumbent provider because 75% of the time my clients stay with the same provider. They simply pay them less money for the same service. And then we find a couple of other providers to present as options Uh, But the client is always making the decision. So after we've done all of our research, which can take a couple of months, we come back to them with our findings and our recommendations and say, here's option A, B, and C. What would you like us to do? They say, go implement option A. We take care of the implementation for them. We verify everything was done correctly. And then each quarter thereafter, we're monitoring to make sure no surprises happen, that there isn't suddenly a, a, a charge that they weren't expecting, that their services may have changed, their needs may have changed. So we're on top of that, managing it for them so they don't have to. Oh, wow. Now, the, there's a couple of things in there that I, I think are really important. And, and I think vendors sometimes take advantage of business owners' reluctance to change because when a business owner hears the word change, they think, oh, what a, you know, what a pain it's going to be to change that service. Right. And what I heard is if I work with you, I don't have to worry about that. No. One of my questions is, do you like your current service? Are you satisfied with your current provider? Great. Let's not touch anything. Let's just pay them less money. Mm. So yeah. You know, my, My very first client was my own dentist that I've seen for 20 years. When I sat down with him, he said, that's great. You're going to save me money. I always like that. But I love that you're going to save me time and the frustration of dealing with these people with, with sitting on hold for 40 minutes or so. And then when I talk to a live person, I don't know what to ask them. I, you know, I'm, I'm into teeth. I don't know about cost savings. So I need your help to get to the best price. I love it. Um, a lot more value beyond that 28% cost savings. And yes, I remember that number, Blaine, uh, a lot, a lot of value there that, uh, you just dropped there. So that's, that's, that's awesome. Uh, Blaine Stevens folks, and he is with, uh, Schooley Mitchell. So Blaine, let's talk a little bit about the specific expense areas that you address, that you look at, when you do an analysis? 
Yeah, yeah, we are continuing to add new areas. And again, they all tend to be third-party provided services, uh, right? And we we only specialize in those things we're really good at, that we have expertise in. So we're not masters of all trades and, you know, uh, or jacks of all trades and masters of none. Uh, we like to be the specialists in our area. So Schooley Mitchell started uh, 23 years ago with telecommunications. Uh, you know, anything that a business uses to communicate electronically, internet, phones, uh, desk phones, uh, wireless devices, all of that space. We expanded into credit card and, and debit card processing. So those merchant services fees. We uh, have more recently got into small package shipping with courier services like FedEx and UPS. Uh, just recently, we've added waste removal services. Mm-hmm. So anyone paying for a dumpster, we can help them. Uh, and then just very, very recently with the pandemic, we added e-signature solutions like DocuSign and others. We can find the best price there. Electronic logging devices and fleet management systems. And then to our most recent offering, utilities and fuel costs. Oh, wow. And, and again, for all of those, it all starts with the invoice or the statement. And mm-hmm. it's us driving into the detail to find what are you paying and why? And then educating our customer, our client, here's what you're paying, here's why you're paying it, here's how we're helping you pay less, and here's what to watch for in the future. If, if our agreement is done and you're on your own in five years, these are the kinds of gotchas you want to stay stay aware of. Yeah, for sure. Now, there are some folks out there uh, that are more do-it-yourselfers. They're not like the, your dentist. Uh, and they think, well, you know, I can, I can do this myself. I don't need Blaine to help me do this. Uh, what, uh, talk to those folks. So uh, the easiest way is to say, you don't have the time, you don't have the specialized knowledge, you don't have the tools, but the, the analogy I love to use is let's suppose John, you believe that there was treasure hidden somewhere within your business. So you could go out and buy pickaxes and some tools. You could close down for a week, a month, however long it takes. You could tear the place apart, rip out the walls, the floor, the ceiling. And at the end of all of that, you may not find anything. Or what you may find may be a portion of the treasure that's really there because you don't really know how to look. Or you can bring in a specialist, not that we are really treasure hunters, but you can bring in a specialist that takes the time without disrupting your business that has the specialized knowledge, the specialized tools to give you confidence. We found whatever treasure is there without you lifting a finger and and expending any effort. Mm. I love it. Now, I'm curious about, you mentioned all these different areas that you help, uh, that you assess. What are some of the biggest offenders? I mean, in terms of, I, I, or I guess maybe a nicer way of saying it, the, the biggest source of savings that are in some of these different line items. Yeah, it's easy for me to always paint the uh, provider <laughs> as the villain, uh, and only sometimes they are. So that's, that's not that's right. a broad brush that's true. Um, but I have had a couple of instances, a golf course in one case, a sign-making company, that were actually paying for nearly a year for an internet connection that had been ordered to be disabled. So there was no connection there. Somehow the billing department at the provider didn't get word. And so my client was paying, in one case, they got a $4,000 refund. In another, they got an $8,000 refund. 
But the other, the other story I love to tell is a nonprofit that I am on the board for who has over 25 group homes uh, that they provide people uh, care for people who need, you know, need additional assistance. Uh, and in that case, they didn't have any way of consolidating all of those bills. So they had different providers, different services. It kind of grown organically over the years that they were acquiring these homes. So everybody was getting a different different services at a different price. So we were able to consolidate all of that, standardize the services so that we're saving them, uh, gosh, over a thousand dollars a month. Mm. Wow. Wow. Um, and their, and their accounting department is not going crazy trying to figure all this out. They just, we, we have access to the invoices. We take care of it and send them, you know, the result. That makes sense. Now let's, Let's talk to those business owners that think, you know, um, just not sure that, uh, I need to worry about this because maybe they're making good money and, you know, uh, things are going along fine. Um, you know, they've got their controller or something like that, that they're, you know, some person like that's they're checking this out for me. Uh, and they, they're keeping track of this for me. So come on, Blaine. I mean, Go help somebody that really needs it, not me. How do you talk? A couple things on on that, John. One is this is not the top of mind priority for a lot of businesses, especially here during the pandemic. Mm -hmm. They're trying to keep their employees engaged. They're trying to keep their doors open. So this is nickel and dime stuff to them. Mm -hmm. Well, those nickels and dimes hurt. You know, what if those nickels and dimes add up to $5,000 in wasted money each year? Well, couldn't you put that $5,000 to better use in something that actually you know, it grows your business rather than just throwing away money. Uh, the other piece is that comptroller, they're, they're a smart person. They know the numbers, right? They don't know the technologies. And they certainly don't know what every vendor in a given space can provide them. They don't have any way to compare apples to apples. And, you know, the technology is a little obtuse for that financial person. The other side of that I see is I've got an IT guy that's taking care of it. Well, the IT guy loves the technology. But he's not necessarily so keen on the numbers. He only knows what he's known in his own experience working with a limited set of vendors. So we can provide a broader perspective and free those people up so they're not spending time on this. They're spending time on more important matters for the business. Blaine Stevens, folks, he's with Schooley Mitchell. Uh, So, Blaine, let's let's get a... uh, sense of schooly mitchell uh because it it's a national organization and there's a lot of benefits that are derived from you being part of this national organization with a lot of resources itself right yeah yeah people might look at me and say wow blaine doesn't seem smart enough to know all of that (laughs) and and that's true Uh, i am the customer facing person so i'm out there working directly with my client uh, but I love Schooley Mitchell has a team behind me. So based in Stratford, Ontario, it's actually a Canadian-based company mm. that has 190 offices now throughout the U.S. and Canada, coast to coast. So there are other folks out like me working directly with the clients. And then we have a team of analysts who are really expert in these areas who are doing most of the analytical work. So I'm relying on them to give me the best options for my clients. And then as a team, I and the analyst present those results to the client so that if they have any detailed questions, the analyst is right there 
to answer those for them, but they feel like they're getting the full picture rather than just a, a sales pitch. Mm. Now, you, you know, one of the things that I, I've, I think is really important and you've already said it, but sometimes it's good to say it twice and underlined it, I underlined it a little bit is just how you get paid. Um, uh, because people hear, you know, all these expense savings. And one of the, one of the things I see in the show notes is 340 million in documented savings across the organization, uh, for their mm-hmm. clients to date. That one gets my attention as well, but talk about how you get paid. You must be expensive. <laughs> I don't think so. Uh, but uh, the nice thing is we take all the risk. So I think I mentioned mm-hmm. earlier, it's a contingency-based service model. Mm-hmm. So if we do all of this treasure hunting and we don't find anything, that's our loss. And really the client invested very little time in it, you know, maybe an hour in getting us the material we need. And then they still get a nice report saying, here's what you're spending and exactly why. Here's why you have the best deal. Or here's why... We can't make any changes now because of the terms of a contract you're under, but we'll come back in a few months and then we'll, we'll work with them again, right? So it's an ongoing thing. So, so that is it. Uh, we share in the savings that we find. So uh, if each month where, or each quarter where I deliver a report saying, here's the savings we were able to generate for you, I also deliver an invoice for the Schooley Mitchell share of those savings. So it's very transparent uh, to, to the client. Here's what you saved. Here's our share. And so they, it answers all the questions that they may have. And uh, that's awesome because, uh, you know, you, you've got an incentive to document savings because you're going to get a part of those savings and that's how you get paid. So there's not, it, this is not some loosey goosey, um, Hey, wait, wait you know, we, we think we saved you X. This is real dollars and cents with decimal points and everything. Yeah, I have fun with the providers that call me and want me to engage their services and pay something up front with no guarantee that I'm going to realize any value of it, out of it. Mm-hmm. So I explain our contingency-based service model and explain if they would be willing to work under those same terms that I do and take the risk uh, and you know put their money where their mouth is for the quality of their work, I'd be happy to work with them. They never want to take that on. It's amazing how that is. Um, uh, but, uh, on the contrary, Schooley Mitchell and Blaine Stevens will folks. So, uh, uh, so you have, um, you've been at this a while now. I'm curious, um, about maybe a success story or two. I'd love it if you could, uh, uh, share those. And of course you don't have to mention names, but, uh, if you've got some work you've done, you're particularly proud of. Yeah, one that comes to mind is a consulting company that I've worked with based here in Minneapolis, but they have another location in another major city. Uh, They were doing a full phone switch out with our help. So we got all of their desktop phones, VoIP phones, uh, replaced with an upgrade of better phones for a lower price. So they were happy already. Then their long distance bills started to appear and they had these odd charges, like thousands of dollars of extra charges for calls to Burundi and Afghanistan and Tunisia, something that made absolutely no sense for their consulting business. No one would be calling those locations. And so they engaged us. We uh, worked with that provider over a series of months to explain that the error was on their side. It was someone in their server, perhaps. Perhaps they'd been hacked. So Mm -hmm. they maybe had a bigger client. 
uh, bigger problem and our client had nothing to do with it. And so they got a nice refund after they had you know, identified the problem for the provider. Oh, wow. That's, that's awesome. The one little snippet I heard in there that I think is important for folks to know is, um, sure. While you work with uh, a lot of companies in the twin cities area, um, it doesn't matter if they've got offices out of state or in, in other locations, you're able to work with them across the organization. That's uh, one of the things I love about Schooley Mitchell. We don't have any territories, so I can work anywhere in the U.S. or Canada. And uh, a unexpected benefit during the pandemic was I had this self-limiting belief that I needed to sit face-to-face with a client to build trust and build a relationship. Well, when that suddenly wasn't an option, I started expanding my reach across the country, and I now have clients coast-to-coast because we can all work in the same way over Zoom or whatever video platform build that relationship and work together without even sitting down for coffee together. Oh, wow. That's, that's great. Congratulations on that. Uh, uh, dare I say pivot that word that nobody wants to hear, but congratulations, <laughs> congratulations, congratulations on that. So, um, I think you touched on a few examples, but let's talk about some of the businesses, uh, types of businesses that you work with. And maybe some of the ones that are are particularly in need of a of a a refresh on their expense base. Yeah, in in one sense, industry doesn't matter. I can work with any business that's consuming these services and paying too much for them. But I personally love helping nonprofits and churches. Uh, that's kind of where my heart is. Uh, I have been recently focused on manufacturing businesses, construction, and professional service uh, locations. So uh, doctor's offices, uh, veterans, uh, veterinarians' offices, dentists, uh, eye doctors, but also lawyers, uh, law firms, and uh, attorney firms, uh, uh, accounting firms. All of those are consuming these services and probably at a volume that it's costing them more than they know. You mean my CPA needs help with their expenses? That's what I just heard. <laughs> I might not say it that way to to that person, but yeah, I mean, again, they're experts at taxes and uh, the financial aspects of the business. They don't know this technology. They don't know all of this, all of the service providers out in the space. How can they? Well, and that's, and, and I wasn't trying to insult CPAs. I was, I was trying to uh, make a point, which is, you know, Hey, if the, if, if my CPA needs you, then I know I do, right? Because mm-hmm. because uh, you're exactly right. The, the, some of this stuff is so complex that that even a CPA uh, who doesn't deal in this stuff every day needs your help. So I love that example. Well, and, and the smart business folks know that they need to focus on their core competencies. They mm-hmm. can chase all over the business doing all of the things that you know that touch the business. But if you're a plumber, focus your business on plumbing. Don't focus it on expense reduction. You know, we've got people who can do that. Mm, yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, you mentioned the, the um, 28% average savings. What does that mean in terms of maybe for a typical business dollars and cents? And as you alluded to earlier, some of the things that, a business is able to do because of that savings? 
Yeah, and, and that average is uh, it's variable, right? So in sure. some cases, rarely, we don't find any savings. So that's kind of baked into that average. Uh, the waste removal service is interesting to me. I've had a couple of clients now that we found 80% savings for for their, their waste removal services, 80, 80, yeah. Wow. Uh, so it can really make a big difference. Uh, in many cases, I'm saving clients thousands or tens of thousands of dollars a year. So when we all talk about the difficulty of hiring and retaining good employees, if that money's going to waste and you can put it toward those employee services, the benefits, the, the retention strategies that you're, you're doing for them, maybe it's that piece of manufacturing equipment that you've been wanting to buy that you couldn't quite find room for in the budget. Repurposing these wasted dollars can help the business in those areas that they may think are unattainable. That's great work, uh, folks. Blaine Stevens, uh, he's with Schooley Mitchell. Blaine, this has been great. Uh, you, you you do some seriously um, uh, terrific work for businesses and nonprofits um, out there. So let's get to the most important question, which is for those that would like to be in touch and would uh, like to have a consultation about their needs, tell them how they can do that. Yeah, all sorts of ways. Every platform out there, we, we have a, a virtual presence on. The easiest way is to just give me a call, 612-209-2237. Or my email is blaine, B-L-A-I-N-E dot Stevens, S-T-E-P-H-E-N-S, at com, And Schooley is S-C-H-O-O-L-E-Y. M-I-T-C-H-E-L-L.com. So start there. Uh, if you go to Schooley Mitchell's website, you'll find slash B Stevens. You can find my specific website there with some of these client you know, success stories that John was, you were asking about. Mm-hmm. So uh, look at any of those resources or just give me a call and I'd be glad to help you and see if, if we can work together. Folks, you can be shy and go to the website. My suggestion is just give Blaine a call. <laughs> uh, so that's that's the quickest way to get to savings. So uh, Blaine Stevens uh, with Schooly Mitchell, it's been a pleasure. Thank you. Thanks for the spotlight, John. I really appreciate it. Yeah, my great pleasure to have you. Uh, folks, just a, a quick reminder that if you're looking for the archive to our show, the, maybe a quickest way is to go to uh, minnesotabusinessradio.com. You can find the complete archive of our shows. And uh, here's my bold request uh, is to go find our our show uh, on your favorite podcast app and subscribe. We'd love that if you'd subscribe, but I'm boldly asking for a five-star review. Now, why? It's not about me. It's not about Business Radio X. It's about our guests, great guests like Blaine, who do great work for their clients and for those clients that don't know about them yet. (laughs) So we would love it if you could help folks find the show so that they can uh, potentially use the services and products of our guests like uh, Blaine Stevens. So if you could do that for us, that would be terrific. So for my guest, Blaine Stevens with Schooley Mitchell, I'm John Ray. Join us next time here on Minneapolis-St. Paul Business Radio.